Hi everyone. Welcome back to Yogi's Podbox. And uh, as I said, I would be talking about three different monuments and today interesting things that I have for you is Dharmic Stupa in Sarnath, Mattancheri Palace, very old ancient museum kind of archaeological um monument in Kochi and Surajkund in Faridabad. Now let's explore one by one in detail about what's so special about these kind of monuments there. Now talking about the Dhamak Stupa in Sarnath. Archaeological remains of Sarnath are located at northeastern tip of the city of Varanasi, a famous town in Uttar Pradesh which is well connected by air, road and railways with other parts of the country. Now Sarnath is one of the most and amongst the four most sacred places for Buddhists where Lord Buddha preached his first sermon after attaining enlightenment. The event is known as Dharma Chakra Parvartana or setting the wheel of law in motion. The other three are Lumbini, Bodhgaya and Kushinagar being the places of his birth, enlightenment and nirvana respectively or they would say enlightenment or enlightenment and nirvana respectively the very first sangh was also founded over here with 61 monks including lord buddha his five erstwhile champions or companions and yasha a merchant of kasi with his 54 followers or fellows Sarnath is equally sacred to Jains being the venue of Austerites and death of Sreyansanath or Sreyansanath, the 11th Tirthankara or the 11th Tirthankara. The archaeological significance of the place was first brought to the notice of modern world by Duncan in 1798, Mr. J. Duncan who gave an account of the casket of green marble inside a stone box exposed by the workmen of Jagat Singh, the Diwan of the King Chait Singh of Benares, while dismantling the Dharmarachika stupa to exploit building materials. Excavations carried out by Archaeological Survey of India on large scale from time to time have revealed a number of monasteries stupas, temples, inscriptions, sculptures and other antiquities ranging in date from the 3rd BC to 12th BC AD. The most imposing structure at Sarnath is the Dhamak Stupa, which is our topic. This is a solid cylindrical tower about 28.5 meters in diameter at the base and rising to a height of about 33.5 meters. It is veneered with sandstone into the eight of or uh, precisely the height of 11.20 meters and provided with niches in eight directions, which must have once held images. Below the niches or the niches runs a broad course of beautifully carved elaborate, elaborate ornamentation, which represents high skill of workmanship on the stone during Gupta period. Dharmarachika Stupa, Molakandakati Shrine or 
द मुला गंधकुटी श्राइन मुला गंधकुटी श्राइन धर्म चक्र जिना विहारा एंड एप्सरल चैपल आर समिफिकेंट स्ट्रक्चर्स इन एडिशन टू अ नंबर ऑफ मोनास्ट्रीज श्राइंस एंड वोटिव स्टूपर्स अ लिटल वेस्ट ऑफ दि मुलाकन आई वुड से मुलन गदा कुटी मुलन गदा कुटी इज केप्ट द फ्रैगमेंट्स ऑफ फिफ्टीन पॉइंट टू फाइव मीटर्स हाई अशोकन पिल्लर बेरिंग हिज एडिक्ट एंड टू लेटर इंस्क्रिप्शंस इट वॉज ओरिजिनली क्राउंड बाई फेमस फोर लाइन कैपिटल द मोस्ट मैग्निफिसेंट स्कल्पचर ऑफ द मौरियन आर्ट विच इज नाउ द नेशनल एम्बलम ऑफ द गवर्नमेंट ऑफ इंडिया अनदर रिमार्केबल स्ट्रक्चर द चौकंडी स्टूपा लोकेटेड अबाउट हाफ अ किलोमीटर साउथ ऑफ द मेन कॉम्प्लेक्स इज अ थ्री टायर्ड विच इज कॉल्ड ट्रिमेदी और द ट्राइमेदी स्टूपा ऑफ गुप्ता पीरियड इट इज सरमाउंटेड बाई एन ऑक्टिगनल सुपरस्ट्रक्चर कंस्ट्रक्टेड यूजिंग और ड्यूरिंग द मोगल पीरियड टू कॉमरेट Humayun's one night stay at this spot during the reign of gupta rulers sarnath developed as a great scholar or a great scholar or a great school of art introducing some new features and spiritual aspect in sculptures the antiquities recovered from sarnath have been preserved in the adjoining site museum maintained by the archaeological survey of india This is again a wonderful and a great monument still relishing and which is attracting more number of um, tourists worldwide. And the next one I was having in mind was the Matancheri Palace uh, which was once the Dutch palace. And the Matancheri Palace this is in Kochi is located at a distance of 12 kilometers from Ernakulam in the Kerala state the nearest airport is uh, Nedumbasri International Airport Matancheri Palace is one of the oldest examples of the Portuguese architecture with oriental influence and is unique from the historical and architectural point of view this palace was built around 1545 AD by the portuguese and presented to Vira Kerala Varma in order to pacify him and to compensate for having plundered a temple in the vicinity of the place it underwent major repairs at the hands of dutch and hence the palace is also known as the dutch palace this two storied quadrangular building has long and spacious halls the central courtyard enshrines the tutelary deity or the titulary deity of the royal family parayanur bhagavati or the parayanur bhagavati the lord of parayanur these are all traditional names there are two more temples dedicated to lord krishna and shiva respectively the upper story of the palace where the present museum is housed consists of a coronation hall a bed chamber ladies chamber dining hall and other rooms the palace represents the blending of the european and indigenous styles of architecture the glory of the palace lies in its mural paintings covering an area of nearly 300 square meter uh, executed in three phases the themes depict scenes from ramayana besides puranic legends connected with shiva vishnu krishna and durga 
the themes from contemporary literature of kerala are also depicted here these murals in the royal bed chamber depict scenes from ramayana the second set of wall paintings were executed in the staircase room depicting various deities the lower rooms intended for the royal ladies contain line drawings depicting marriage of parvati with shiva and the adjoining room has five major panels depicting krishna leela and shiva leela the present museum was established in may 1995 oh sorry 1985 i guess housing a variety of exhibits such as uh, portraits of the cochin kings palanquins or palanquins dresses uh, weapons three royal umbrellas canopy dolus swords stamps and coins and etc etc the life size the life size portraits of the kings of cochin from 1864 onwards are displayed in a long hall originally served as a coronation hall in those times the weapons on display are sheathed swords daggers and axes or the axes besides ceremonial spears decorated with feathers there are in total five palanquins including dolly on display in three different galleries of this the most important one is the ivory palanquin made of wood laminated with ivory the ceremonial dress of the kings with intricate lace work in golden thread woven into them is on display there also on display are royal caps worn by the kong or the kings of cochin the cochin kings the cochin kings how they must have ruled over that time the coins issued by the kings of cochin and postal stamps are exhibited besides important plans of cochin drawn by the dutch in those 17th and 18th centuries this is again a wonderful marvel architecture or the old monument still attracting a very 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 much of heavy crowd in cochin kerala the next one is um, the suraj kund uh, which is in suraj kund or this place uh, it's it's more of a, a water tank they would say now a suraj kund is a water tank resembling a roman amphitheater suraj kund is believed to have been constructed by the tomar king suraj pal whose existence is based on the bardic tradition The Tomaras originally settled in the region of the Aravalli Hills, the southern part of Delhi, and are then believed to have moved to the Surajkund area. This is a remarkable Hindu monument, undoubtedly dates back to the pre-Islamic period, perhaps the 10th century AD, of temples and sun worship, much before the mosques and tombs of Delhi were built. The shape of Surajkund resembles the rising sun. curving eastward it consists of it consists of a semicircular stepped stone embankment to impound rainwater from the hills its bed is about 130 meters in diameter though it is ruined today or maybe it's maintained less or perhaps even it needs more attention those ruins the original grandeur of this vast reservoir where royal hunting parties rested can be very well imagined even today
the site is embossing lots of old ancient thoughts how this would have been uh, used or utilized in those olden days the dancing peacocks on the bank of the kund and in the forest like other surroundings provide a fascinating light um it is believed that a sun temple existed here some ruins are still in evidence certain carved stones were recently retrieved from the reservoir while some are found reused in later constructions a pool of fresh water oozing from the crevices in the rocks called siddhakund lies about 600 meters south of surajkund and attracts a large number of pilgrims on certain holy days in the nearby vicinity there is a dam in anangpur village whose construction is ascribed to anangpal here quartz side stone is placed across the mouth of a narrow ravine to catch rain water the neighboring hills are dotted with the ruins of several fortifications which lend credence to the belief that a town founded by anang anangpal once existed here Firuz Shah Tughlaq between 1351 to 1350 or 1351 to 1388 who took a keen interest in irrigation works had its steps and terraces repaired by laying lime concrete over them later still a small fortified or the fort fitted or the fortified enclosure called ghari was raised above the western bank around the traditional site of the temple Now this is all about Surinjkun. It's more of a reservoir, a tank, a tank resembling a Roman amphitheater. So this remains is a wonderful tourist spot even today. Wonderful history, so much of things to learn, and great monuments of India. I'll share with you more interesting topics on great monuments of India. Until then, stay tuned. You are listening to Yogi's Pot Box. Keep listening and sharing. Happy listening. Thank you.